0: Welcome to is our future with vessels of peace. How exciting that we are joining each other after a wonderful Purim, a Purim of that took place these last three days in Jerusalem, And we are now on a Monday back to our weekly slot an hour later, as you can see, we're not in the studio, just some technical issues with the studio team, but we hope to be back in the coming week. Also, we will be back on Sunday Thanks to uh, Purim, we had a little break and Sunday will be an opportunity to have a Amuna class number 30 with Rav Shalom Arush in our studio and have a beautiful QA planned, people are sending in questions and we're exciting and we're excited to get that answered with Rav Shalom Arush and it's exciting. They will also be hosting, hosting Dov Halperin. he is coming special to our studio, a talented singer and guitarist, Mm -hmm. someone who might be new to many of you, but is a great opportunity for you guys to really meet someone inspirational, and we love the fact that we're sitting in my house right now, because the name of the class is Building Vessels of Peace. How do we get those vessels? We need vessels. We need Kalim, as it says in the Holy Swaram. We need to have ability to hold all the blessings that are going to be coming down during this special time between Purim and Pesach of Gula, Samech Lagula, of the special time of this climax of Chodesh Adar, Mishnic adamam Maman B'Simcha, as we transition into Chodesh Nissan. Yes, wow, amazing! It's so good. Yes, you just finished your prayer service and you get to join a Torah class. That's the the way to go. How to begin a day? So thank you for our listeners and your feedback. It's always appreciated. And the good news is that after Purim I wasn't too too crazy thank God we were able to wake up and get posting again and keep getting ready for these beautiful classes and we have the opportunity to go ahead strong and and as we spoke hopefully refreshed with new misogim new understandings and one of them is the on Purim let's just first like internalize what we got from the past three days here in Shalim and for the rest of the world, it was Arab Shabbos and Shabbos. We should take with us the Shushan Purim and the, all the energy that came out on the Sunday, beautiful parties, beautiful celebrations, beautiful mitzvahs and Mikras Megillah, hearing the Megillah, Megillah Sesta and the Shloch Manas and the Tanas all the charity, all the kindness, all the connection, all the warmth, all the heart, all the love that was created on these special days to bring it in and hopefully all the joy and the simcha and the dancing. I was hearing in the office all the dancing going on by Ravorish, because they were, had all these little videos. They were all excited to watch and stuff. It was a big time by Ravorish as well. And thank God, me personally, I went been, had a lot of young people come to my home um, who obviously, according to the rules and all that stuff, and then went on a little sivuv to a few local places. And thank God it was very positive. and And uh, I have to say that, I didn't overdo it, but I do feel a little bit affected from the Lachaims. So excuse me once again if the voice is a bit off. But we're working on getting to that spring freshness. It hasn't yet hit here in Israel, and Holy Land. still a little bit cold and cloudy, but we're hoping as the next week or so that that energy from this and that, that Yismuchu HaShemayim V'sagal this joyous the heavens will rejoice and the land will rejoice too. The, the Simcha of the, of the heavens will go down, all the way down to the land, and that would be a certain refreshing, uplifting feeling of renewal in the in the land itself where we can see it, not just believe in it. There's an idea of a Munna seeing as believing, people talk that but really what we know over here is the idea of intrinsic belief to really know something on a deep inner level. And once you have that inner knowledge, to be able to look into the world and see how it is manifesting, but it's in a process form. It doesn't come straight away. Just like Gedalia Fence has been talking about, very much important to remember when you're praying for things, to not expect instant. It's not like, you know, Amazon order, or, you know, like getting your tracking number so you can just keep an eye on where your prayer went. It's it's a very inner, deep thing. It takes a lot of emunah, a lot of self-work. And as time goes on, I was just listening to Joe Rogan, today and um, based on, a, I think it was a few days ago, this, this conversation took place and you could see over there, he's struggling, Joe, to understand the power of prayer that, you know, something which, you know, hasn't been proven scientifically and something which is therefore, it's a lot to do with that experiential knowledge of Das and he hasn't yet had that kind of experience. So, you know, there's a lot for people to learn and there's a lot of work for us to do that people yet don't understand. The opportunity of Amunna and the ability to pray on a daily level and really connect to this and to put their Amunah's heart and soul and mind all the different levels of humanity into a more elevated way of thinking and that's going to take time as well the process will begin here and with Ravarish and other holy righteous people and our people all the way back to the original Yitzhi'at and we left Egypt and that's what we're preparing now that you have to understand that there's such a light, such an increase of Amunah that comes down in the world as we read about the it's Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And it's really the foundation of all our Amunah, to understand that it's Chag Amuna. that's the festival of amuna, not just freedom, but it's a festival of understanding how Hashem himself, the God, the creator of the world, came. And on an individual level, uh, he's, he became our God and took us out That to create that divine awareness of and divine ashkacha and revelation that we have a relationship, and it's live, and it happened in this world at that time. And it's continuing to happen on a yearly level. Every Purim, every Pesach, every Shabbos, every day of the week has in its own light, according to the holy holy books, every day has its own divine influence, Arichas Yomim, we be prayed for, to have long life, what does it mean? Rabbi Nachman explains in the Kutumaran, Rabbi Nachman ben Fager, Rabbi Nachman ben Simcha, he explains over there the idea that every day has so much depth, so much panemia, so much inner level. And for example, when you or a moment, you, you let go of money, like today, the studio guy was like, just last minute, it was like, I can't come to open up, um, something came up, emergency. So, you know, it could have been like, argh, but I was like, okay, I'm going to go home, I'm going to take my time, get everything ready in the right way, organize my room. And I'll do the class there, you know, move on, go ahead. I didn't want to delay another day. I could have pushed it off again to Tuesday, and sometimes I do that. But I felt like, you know, I'd already put out there that we were going to go live at 2.45. So we went live 3.45. It's, uh, you know, a few minutes. But the idea has being with Vata, being able to let go of things, is a very important principle. And it leads to understanding the depth of every day, to experience life on a different mindset once you're learning to let go. And I was very inspired at one of our friends, someone who we uh, dedicate our Munah classes to, Baruch Hashem. they sent me a book that they're putting out there, and maybe we'll talk about it in a future class. I just want to get permission first, see if they want it something they want to advertise on our platforms. But the idea that, thank God, there are people, there are all kinds, men, women, all different people, like putting out beautiful, creative content. And I do believe there's a nice quote from voice in the book, and I was able to help with that. Gratitude, I think it's about... And also a preface from Gidalia R- Fence. I just got his class sent to me now as we're doing this class. And thank God we try to put up one of his classes a week on our platform from the Lighthouse Torah Project. And that was a great class last week. I'm still getting energy off it. We're slapping nachas. It was really, really fun. <coughs> Excuse me again with the voice. And shalom, Bernard. So look, we have all kinds of people reaching in and, and joining us on this journey. One of the things that people have noticed that... You know, we are putting up posts, you know, on a daily level. And it was mentioned to, to me by a social media person that you know people seem to prefer more visual videos, that kind of stuff. The the images so far, you know, like it's you know, people look at it a little bit, this and that. And we have thank God all the time links to our platforms, like we have the growing SoundCloud and Friends of Israel pla- audio platforms of um, our Moon Podcasts and This Will Go Up on a podcast, Book Hashem. So we have that opportunities for people to tune in, but we really want to get people more interactive, more involved. And that's one of the reasons we have the QA, that people should be able to ask their questions directly to And it's really important that people like share the posts that we're putting time into so that it goes into other platforms. And, you know, we're not limited by the small circle. We want to be able to get it, uh, grow, Amunah globally. That's a big thing that we're doing here. So, once again, let's get to the title of the class, that we're 30 days before Pesach, and it's a special holiday of freedom and Amunah. But we have a great way to receive this blessing. What is it? As we wrote in the, in the description below, it's one simple word, peace. The word shalom. The idea of having peace is a, a makhzik brokib, it's a clea for blessing. So on Purim, as I was saying before, that when you gave shalach Manish, you did the mitzvah of giving a gift to a friend, you didn't just give them the food. Like most people, you give like a, a drink, some sort of nice can or a juice, a bottle of juice, whatever it is, a bottle of wine. You also gave them a dish, yeah, something to eat. Now, when I even the way I said it, when you say the word dish, that implies that there's a vessel, there's a cleat, There's it comes the food, the thing you're gonna eat is already in a dish, is already in a cleat, is already in this vessel. And it's already <coughs> ready to be dished up and eaten. And that's part of the mitzvah of Manas. so it should be eaten on the day of. And I was very happy when I went to a friend of mine and went to his, his apartment to give him a shlach I sat down for a minute to make a l'chaim. he ate the dish that we gave him in front of me. So I was very happy to see that the salad and the, the, the little cake thing that we gave him, the cinnamon buns or whatever it was, that my wife kindly put effort in to make homemade and healthy ingredients, you know, whole wheat and all that stuff. The, the person I gave, the friend of mine who I gave the gift to, ate the dish. But not eat the physical cold dish like a jokes in the gemara he didn't in the talmud he didn't just eat you know obviously he ate the food on the dish but the point is it was in a dish that's the idea that we give when we give a present to someone we're giving them not just the food we're giving them also the dish and that's what hashem does with us so too on purim he communicates you know and it's like a mirror in a way it's a real relationship meaning it's back and forth it's not just you know like abstract it's a very real down-to-earth experience and that's would be a huge answer for Joe Rogan or any any person searching for the truth truly would be able to give over that reality through takes thinking and being awareness and open heart and you know how many people would be willing to experiment all kinds of things you know like uh, Tim Ferriss was experimenting a new drug or a new like way of like um, being more effective different avenues all the time or other people out there all the time looking and looking do people invest in their time in building that relationship with Hashem where they are providing a vessel a cleat for that blessing so the idea is on Purim when we did give those shalach we created that cleat that vessel for Hashem to bring that blessing because it created more peace in the world and not only that as I said Hashem mirrors us so Hashem himself, not only did he give us the food, the blessing, but he also gave us the vessel, the dish, to hold it in. And that's the concept. Rabidaman talks about it, but the, the main idea to get your mind in with is that you have ability to create a vessel. And that vessel then becomes the key, the, the ability the, for Hashem to pour down a lot of divine abundance. And one of those vessels is known as peace. Peace itself, shalom is itself a vessel it's a container it's an ability to have a lot of positivity so now let's get like practical you go online and you see out there unfortunately you know the coronavirus challenge hasn't added so much to the concept of peace initially and a lot of people mentioned this Joe Rogan included mentioned that initially Ben Shapiro all these people out there mentioned there initially there was an arousal of like unity, right? Because everyone was going through one universal pandemic, epidemic challenge. It was a it was something which everyone could relate to universally. But then slowly what happened, it got politicized, and everyone has different opinions. And you know, now with the vaccine and you know, there's all different opinions about that, and then everyone started, you know, God forbid, like putting pressure on people, like, you know, and all the different ways, policies to deal with it, or even on a personal level, do you wear the masks, you not wear the mask, I mean, you legally have to wear the mask if you go out, and then, you know, why well, are you allowed to be with people, and this way, that way, so then you start to see how it created so much division, and you look even till now, till today, all the police, this person taken off the plane, because they didn't cover their mask, and this thing, and that thing, and the the energy, like in some towns, even if you go to Peter Sanitario, he go to there and he was in San Francisco and other towns, I wanna to like put down anyone, but this is what he posted that people are you know not in a such a unified energy over there because of the pandemics created a lot of division. You know, I really hope that's not the case. But that's how he, you know, reported it. You know, maybe please God it's not that way. Maybe people are feeling together on fighting this pandemic in a unifying, respectful way. But the point is, it's been a lot of decline in peace, a lot of lack of peace. You know, in the world, they're talking about the Middle East now. Right now, there's a lot of heating up, and you know, even though that initially there was peace agreements, and thank God those should continue. But you know, out there, there's a lot of tension, and you know, in the streets of Jerusalem, there's a lot of tension. Um, people like you know, having some sort of like riots and protests and this and that. And you know, I want to really focus on. Yeah, someone wrote here, I got a vaccine on both arms, yeah, just to make peace. I think that's just a giving me a little joke over here in the middle of the class. But the point is that I appreciate the humour, but and humour is definitely a big tool to bring people to peace. You know, that's something that Joe Rogan for sure would agree with, that through humour we can create a, uh, get rid of a lot of the division, if done appropriately. But the concept is that if there's respect towards each other and how we communicate, and we will communicate in a way one, that we are able to let go, as we mentioned at the beginning of the class. And we're also able to experience life on a level where we're not worried that someone else is, God forbid, going to take what seems to be ours. And we realize that, as Rav has mentioned many times in our classes, that we have, with the we don't have to be jealous. We don't have to really worry about what's going to be. It's a different kind of way of thinking. It's a different lifestyle. So then we don't have to have Arguments. We don't have to have agendas. We don't have to spend our days trying to outdo someone else, because we have a muna that we're going to get what we're supposed to get, and we're going to be where we're supposed to be, and everything's going to come in the right time, in the right way, with the right shluchim with the right agent, and that in itself can create a lot of peace in the world. So how does this connect to where we're at now? So we just came out of Purim, and I said we had an increase in peace because there was all the gifts of to the poor and all the gifts to each other, and there was the the, the light of Purim. Thank you, people saying nice things. I appreciate your positive feedback, by the way. And that kind of, you know, positive, it it helps. And the idea of the Megillah, and the idea of all the different mitzvahs, the inner aspects, the light that was created, the sudas sitting together. And, yeah, that's right. The the agenda is gula shlema. I totally agree on that. So then we have that kind of experience on Purim, and that's why it says gula samach Lugula. the redemption of Purim is connected to the redemption of Pesach. And we realize that Shem is the one to take us out of our difficulties and out of our limitations and out of our restraints. And we're now preparing these 30 days towards towards the, the special Chag of Amunah. And we just need to get this back on. One moment. There we go. Hashem is preparing us for this Chag of Amunah, this festival of Amunah. And thank God everything's working. We have to give a thank you, Hashem. We have the opportunity to Prepare now, prepare the vessel. So obviously, you know, getting rid of the khamets, getting rid of the ego, getting rid of the the anger, the frustrations, the pain, working through the pain, facing the pain, cleaning up your inner world, cleaning up your outer world. This is obviously what we do during these 30 days, getting ready the matzahs, baking the matzahs, if you have have that opportunity, or buying the matzahs and buying all the different aspects of the Seder night. Samanim and the Samanim, you know, they're very holy things, and we'll talk more about it in the next few weeks. But the idea is we're getting into that mindset of Pesach and helping making ensure financially and, and materially we have what we need to be able to be at the Seder table, to be at Pesach a whole week, really, of a munna, of Chizuk and amuna. We have an opportunity to get ready for that. But the biggest way, a vessel for that is with peace. So, for example, cleaning the house you know, getting the children to stop eating, you know, bread all around here and there, and all this kind of stuff, it has to be done in a more peaceful way. And so too, if you have a business, or you have an opportunity to influence online, to do it in a peaceful way as you prepare this next few weeks, because then you're building that vessel for 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 all the blessings. And I once wanted to say in a shin, it didn't come out for some reason, but remember when it says in the pasach, Hashem azla Yitain, Hashem gave us this az, this gift of Torah. We spoke a lot about how important the Torah Kiddusha is to our people and how much we appreciate it. And it's the biggest gift there is, in a way. And that, understand that Hashem az He gave us this Torah. Hashem yevorek et And then He will bless His his nation with, with peace. And that, that peace will go through the Jewish people into the world, as we're speaking about many times united souls. There'll be unification amongst all the souls, not just the Jewish souls, but all the souls. The souls of all the nations will unify, and that ability to communicate will go onto a new level. You know, we're very, we're very near to that reality becoming manifest. People are starting to sense a little bit that there is certain breakthroughs technologically and emotionally, and, and spiritually. There's stuff going on right now. that's giving a little taste of what's ahead. That that we're no longer going to be limited by our physical needs and our you know, people are getting very edgy without having the social experience and having all these large events and a lot of things, you know, me included, it's it's very hard, you know, not to see the family, all this kind of stuff. But remember, on an inner level that we're unifying, we're actually connecting into deeper resources within, because we don't have all the external escapes, we don't have all the external ways to manifest unity, we have to find an inner way of connecting to people. And that's an example with pace of night, even. Like last year, a lot of people couldn't eat the seder night together with their families. But the concept is that we have opportunities through online, through the globalization, through the inner level, through the soul level, to pray for each other and to understand that it does manifest. It's not something which has to be tested scientifically. That's the idea of intrinsic community, that we know on an inner level, through experience, through real life, that prayer works. That the essence of Odom, the inner letters of Odom is mispalel, is to pray. That's if you take the letters of Aleph, Dalid, Mem, and you take the inner letters. It's the letters are Mispalel. So the whole essence of man is is Tefillah, is prayer, and that's why Rabbi Nachman was such a light that came down to the world, and all the students of Bar Shem, and all the other tzaddikim, the Orachaim Hakadosh, all the different prophets, and Ishchai, the Vilna The, 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 the chizuk that came out of power, the encouragement of prayer, that we can we can make changes, and that goes together with kindness. Because really to understand that to be able to connect to Hashem, you means you need to be able to connect to the the creation that He made. And that's through Avis as well. Like before you can really go into any Shemonesa or any Davening, you have to already start to think about how you love the people around you. You love your wife, your soulmate, you love your family, you love your kids, you love the relatives, the people, friends. You know, like right now we're dedicating this class, for example, to Sarah Besfeir, Foy Shlema, and, uh, you know, she's a friend of the family, a very close friend. And we're praying for her to have a full, full Shem. This is the kind of thing you start to care. You see by Ravosh how much he's praying and praying for the people around, how much he loves. Yes, and someone here, Shem is definitely going to give us a taste. Pray that my families get this home in a nice hearing, Yes, please, God, your family should get that. Yosef um, David Avram on YouTube, we should have, please, God. All the blessings of family, being able to have Kashrus and Kosher Sameach, Pesach, have everything they need to be able to hopefully experience what it means. When the, for me, when my heart really opened up was on Seder night, was when I had that experience in Eretz Israel. Even when I was a kid with my family, when they didn't know so much about the Judaism, but they had traditions and stuff, and we still read the Haggadah no matter what. And it, there's a certain inner reality that there's two festivals that all the Jews always kept, even, you know, from my experience, was Pesach, Seder night, and Yom Kippur. Those are two things we always kept. So what's the inner aspect? We spoke about this once. The idea is of idea of Kesser, or Panemius, so instead of getting Khoris, which is what chametz. if you eat chametz on Pesach, you cut off your soul and you don't have such a connection So soul. They say nowadays that that doesn't manifest because we're on such a low level, or, you know, the soul is so high, it doesn't get affected by even by that. But The simple level is that if you eat hummus and Pesach, it's chorus, it's cut off. The same lesson of chorus is is kesa, it's crown. You get the crown, not the crown of corona, the crown of connection, the crown of amuna, this light that surrounds a human being, this potential, the oira. You know, I was a big fan of celestial Prophecy because of that concept back in the day, like over 20-something years ago, this idea of this light that surrounds people and that there's a flow in life this divine flow, we have to allow ourselves to tune into it, that is the intrinsic level of a munna, that inner aspect that guides us on a daily level and gives us ability to see the greatness of the people around us and to be able to let go when things don't work out and that gives us a lot of comfort, even just giving this cast I wasn't feeling so great, you know after Purim it was very high and then you come back into the world and you know the same night my son was going past a place where someone got driven into and and my son watched his his stomach like blow up basically and then he God forbid he passed away last night and it was a very sad thing and you know that was right after Purim and you know he's just on such a positive mind and then suddenly you hear this and your son is you know coming home where he almost got blood all over him because he was trying to help get the guy out with other people and then the police and the ambulance and there was then there was rioting going it was like a whole mess going on in the holiest uh, special day and, and climax and the In such a holy city and this is a kind of like things going on that kids have to experience instead of experiencing dancing and joy, they're experiencing on the streets pain and, 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 you know, suffering and this is not how it should be. So I'm just sharing that, not to share pain with you, but just to understand that, you know, we're always trying to create a very positive energy here in our middle class, you know, we have, thank God, our weekly class, again, with our voice, join us, please God, this Sunday, 8.30, with the Halperim. with the thank Hashem, make a musical matzah. we've got Ace and Cats coming soon, there's some more cats and get some positive music, but unfortunately, outside of the office where we do this, on the same street, there's been riots, you know, like on the same night. Like as we're creating this positive energy in one place, there's almost next door like craziness going on, things getting damaged, people getting hurt, people getting arrested. This is not peace. This is not Yushalayim is Yerushalayim. It's a place of awareness, of tremendous awe and tremendous peace. It's, it's an opportunity to experience the ultimate peace of the, the, the Sar Shalom, the, the idea of the, the messianic figure who will come and bring peace to the world. This is meant to be the centre of peace. And right now, you know, unfortunately it's it's in a broken form and we have to pray for the peace of Yushalayim. We have to pray for the peace of well of the Holy Land. We have to pray for the peace of the world. You know, it's not these are not small things. These are the kind of that's the kind of love we have to have for Hashem and his creation. In our prayer service, it should come out. Like I'm a kohen so I'm blessing Yirechas Amor shalom and you know we're trying to bless all the the people with with Shalom, and 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 Ahava. Shalom is always one that we do. Shalom but Ahava. We have to do it with all of with love. And we have to, do, you have to do the virecha and Hashem Mishmecha Yerayasha Pana V'lecha V'chanecha Yisra Hashem Hana V'lecha V'yasev lecha Shalom We have to pray the B'chaz Kanim with Shalom L'cha should be Shalom to the world It should be peace And that idea that people should find a common way of communication A universal way of communication you should not allow the social media uh, Social dilemmas they call it online To take over people's ways of communicating That we... You know, I see again and again these feeds of just arguments and arguments and opinions and opinions. Like, who, who cares if you're right or wrong? It's not what life's about. There's a bigger truth, a, p- a truth of love and connection. And that's the kind of connection we need. So all of us should really pray. I've really worked hard personally to try and always be myvata, to let go. And sometimes it seems, you know, like you look out there in the world and who are the successful people, the fighters and the ones ruling over others. And you think, well, you know, I'm gonna lose out a little bit financially. And, you know, my ego, my fame, my, I'm not involved with all the cons- all controversial subjects and I'm staying away from all the politics. So I'm not gonna become like, you know, like a big macho or a big name, but just going on the path of peace in the end, ultimately that's what's gonna be eternal. That's what's going to be the, the what's left of this world, uh, when when all the biruim, all the clarifications take place in the coming years. The, all the clarifications. What's going to be left in this world is people of peace, people Dachi shalom, darche noam. It's a path of peace. It's an eternal path. And as I said many times in my Un- Unity Inspires projects, I really wanted to unify everybody, you know, ultimately. But there's going to be movements who'll be against it because one, because I believe in Yerushalayim. I believe in Jerusalem. So that already, there are going to be people that say, but no, but no, but uh, la, 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 la. I have my opinion. of So what am I going to do in those movements? So the answer will be, is, I'm open to unify with you, even if you have a different opinion. I'm open to unify with all different people and, all, and hear all different ways of thinking and everything. But if they refuse to unify, so they're proven that they're not part of the unity projects. They're not part of this process of unification. They're unfortunately choosing the path of of whatever it is I don't want to say but it's not unity and that in itself will clarify what is people who are people of peace people of unity and what isn't because people of unity will be able to communicate even if they have different opinions and it won't be about who's right it'll be about who's connecting, and how do we have more connection? How do we understand each other more? How do we have more humility? How do we have more joy? How do we have more munah? How do we connect to each other and see the greatness of people around us? See the, wonder, the wondrous natures of the soul of mankind and humanity and womankind, and how do we see the greatness of the children in front? How do we see the greatness of the teachers that we're given? How do we see the opportunity to inspire the world to unity? So that's the concept of building a vessel, a cleave for blessing, because this will be the ultimate vessel. This will be the vessel that will bring only blessing to your life, and you'll have a beautiful preparation for Pesach. At a practical level, you'll have more peace in the home. You'll be able to not want to always be right, be able to see the other side of the story and believe in the other person right in front of you, and to give them that opportunity to communicate their opinion and their way. And that will give much more room for growth and growth, growing, and Amuna are very connected, as it says, by Hadassah. We had just now in the poem, the idea of Omenes Hadassah, the idea of growing. Uh, Esther was someone, her other name was Hadassah. She grew through, through Amunah. That's what created her growth. That's how Mordechai was a Gadol. It says Loshengidol. He was able to grow Hadassah through Amunah. And that's the idea how you should build your children, how you should build your relationships with Amunah, and being patient and having going through the process together, not forcing stuff, you know, like, we're trying to create a, a Muna revolution, but it's going to come through a Muna. It's, gonna, it's not going to come through me shouting at people, Where were you at the studio today? And, uh, you know, like sometimes people get a bit hot-headed over here in the Holy Yushalayim. We've got to do it with a Muna and a process, and it will come together, please God. And I believe in everyone who's listening to these classes that they understand this on, a, on an intrinsic level. It's not some brainwashed, you know, like we're trying to convince you something. It's just true facts of creation, it's, it's like as they say in these cool podcasts, facts, facts man, it's facts, it's facts there's some things that everyone just knows is facts, is truth so please God, everyone should take that with you and uh, have a beautiful rest of the week and a beautiful Shabbat Shalom, coming to climax this week Pasha's Para, we clean ourselves off from all the impurities get ready for for the Chodesh of Nissan, Chodesh a new, of Zelachem, a new beginning completely, spring of Purification, the Kisisa purifies all the Balagan that goes on in this week's Pasha, as well as all the high moments in this week's Pasha as well, with the Shkolem, and then we climax the Pasha with some high moments as well. And in the middle, we've got a lot of tuba to do, and that's good. That's part of the clarification process. And to go on this process with peace and build those vessels, take the vessel from Purim that we got, the Shlachmanas from Hashem, this wonderful Kli, to take it with us and to, to that connection to other people and to bring it into the rest of the, this coming week and month. Please, God, going up towards Pesach, it should be Pesach, the mouth should speak, and we should speak prayers of peace and, and, and joy and pray for each other. And I can't wait to hear the good news that comes out from all this holy work of praying for, for a better world, a world of peace and, and blessing. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Please, God, we'll be next week back in the studio and uh, appreciate if you could share this class and all our other classes and posts. Thank you so much. All the blessings.